This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via other participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and time supply, see mcdonalds.com. to uh, another edition of the Forever Bristol City podcast and it's a pretty reasonable uh, day to be talking about City because the final score from the uh, MKM Stadium, I think it is, yeah, it finished Hull City 2, Bristol City 2. Joining me uh, today are Ian and uh, Mark and they've promised they're not going to put out the same uh, material that they uh, put out on Radio Bristol as somebody said the other day but I don't care if they do because I haven't listened to it and I don't suppose 100% of people who are listening to the podcast did either. <laughs> good evening gents, have, has, have you had a good week first of all, that's the main thing yeah, have we had a good week, Ian and Mark yeah, good week? Yeah, yeah not, not, bad, not bad at all good. That's good, that's yeah, good well, look, Absolutely, let's absolutely talk, let's, fine Absolutely fine. Let's talk about the game as we do. Um, Ian, come to you first, the usual. Just 30 seconds, your thoughts on uh, that performance this afternoon. My thoughts are it was a better performance in terms of possession. And after we got back into the game, we should have kept playing football and gone on to win it. But then our captain decided he was going to go long ball with Chris Martin off the field, which shows an overall lack of intelligence in him and the players in the team. And once again, we conceded that the, both goals were an absolute catalogue of errors. Mm. So um, at the moment, well, we're, uh, and I did say this on RB, but I'll say it again, we're eight points clear of the drop and eight points uh, short of the playoffs. And if, somebody, if we're not going to bring in some real quality, can somebody turn off whatever's in the background? Yeah, I think that's you, Mark. There you go. That's it. Carry on, Ian. Finish what you're saying. Yeah. It's still going. Right. Um, yeah, if we've got... Um, uh, um, unless we bring in some real quality, that will change it. And I'm assuming that both Scott and um, uh, James are, are okay. Um Nigel Pearson just said he was cramping up badly, so let's just hope that's all it is. And then he said um, Scott was uh, done in both calves, 
In other words, both his casts were tight, so they took him off. Uh, yeah. Personally, today, I've got to be honest, as I, as I suggested, I would have started with Tanner uh, in that yeah. position and pushed Scott into a 10. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's but, talk about let's talk about know, the there, detail. There we are. are. Overall, a draw. Ian, uh, Mark, sorry, your uh, your thoughts on the the ninety the ninety minutes? Well, it was. Um, I think it was a performance, a real character from Sissy, who looked to be on the threshold of an, an away win, only to seemingly fr- throw it away after they really had Hull City under the cosh. And but once they brought once they brought Mackie Wells on, they didn't play play the ball play the ball to feet, and the momentum was was lost. A got another sloppy goal was given away, but City kept kept forcing forcing the ball, winning corners uh, on the left hand side, and one of them told with a terrific finish from Matty James. He was, uh, you know, it was he, he really shone for City today. Made us look composed in midfield where we've been lacking with Backington in the last couple of weeks, and a terrific left foot volley. Uh, and the and that and uh, Brian Tinian's bloody hell when he thought that <laughs> that Hullers, Hullers scored, even though their offside was the was the highlight of the day. Oh, the finish uh, that was right at the end. Yeah, I missed that. My eyes were uh, elsewhere by that time. I mean, Ian, the starting lineup, no. Real surprise there, was there? Um, Matty James, fit, deemed fit enough to start the game, came in for Backinson. Um, you said a second ago, Tanner should have come in for Scott, because Scott isn't a right wing-back, really, is he? But um, no real surprises no. there, other than Chris Martin, always in the starting lineup. Um, and as you said, Ian, when he did bring Naki Wells, he started playing even longer, didn't he? So uh, overall thoughts on the lineup, though? predictable, wasn't it? Well, really? I, I thought I thought the lineup was predictable, but at least we're playing a formation that suits um, some of our players, and it'll be even more suitable when we can move them to the right positions. Because I yeah. don't think Boyman's a ten. I mean, he dropped back today and helped James and Masen go out in midfield, and his work rate was very good, but his contribution to the game was not great, particularly going forward. And there were yeah. a lot of shooting opportunities that we. Uh, that we completely wasted, and let's be honest, we could have been easily, possible, well, not easily, possibly two 0 up before they scored, and they scored after three minutes. Uh, they did. O'Dowd they did. Got a, O'Dowd, hang on, ododa has got a great chance coming into the box, and he inexplicably kicks it onto his knee. It then runs three yards in front of him and out for a throw, and he would, he could have run into the box completely unmarked and had a shot, and then Semenyo. Does a lovely little uh, bit of play on on the left hand side, cuts in, uh, chops back onto his left foot, and then all he had to do was slam it across the box. There were three players on the six yard box ready, and for some reason he tries to shoot, and and the ball goes out the ground. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's things like that that frustrate the life out of you because, yeah. and a lot of the time, uh, both their goals were down to mistakes, and Semenyo was at the heart of both of them, two mistakes. And he, he seems to have got into a habit of wanting three touches to get the ball under control or to lean back, catch it on his chest, and then turn. You ain't going to get that kind of time in the championship. So you, Well, you meant, you meant Masengo then, didn't you, rather than Semenyo, yeah? Because we're talking about the Sorry, goal. Ma- Masengo. No, Masengo, goal, yeah, Masengo yeah. Was, was at the heart of both, um, of, of both goals we gave away. And Semenyo uh, another, had another opportunity to shoot after they'd scored. And tried to beat a man in no yeah. space at all, and unnecessarily. Yeah. And there was lots of things wrong with our game, and then there were some good bits. So yeah. you know, no doubt we'll we'll develop those as as the conversation goes further. 
Yeah. Um, Mark, the first goal, as Ian said, uh, Hanoa Masengo, uh, he, or Hanoa, uh, he, he lost possession, but he should have had a foul uh, given in his favour in the build-up to that. And then it was a good finish, but somebody said maybe Bentley should have done uh, better and uh, Viner allowed the bloke to cut in. I mean, your thoughts on that uh, goal that put the home side up, as indeed Ian said, after City had good chances to take the lead themselves and it was only two minutes on the clock by then. Yeah, I think we that was a borderline foul on on, um, on Masengo. He's in he's in the right he's in on in, in the right in the right channel there and, and two of them pounced on him and robbed the ball. And Longman's who's a lonely from from Brighton looked very lively on the on the left side. They switched him and Lewis Potter switched in, in the second half. He played on he played on the right, but he's on his good foot, and Viner is showing him on his on his good foot. He's backing off and backing off, so he's got got the chance to curl that ball round. But Bentley maybe didn't get the strongest hand. He it came he bent it round really well with a little bit of pace, but maybe he could have got stronger hands on it. I don't know, but it was about, it was behind him. The ki- how about keeping the kid on his left foot? Or when we've got four, but you that's what I mean. It was fine, fine, fine. That's right, Viner. Viner, yeah. should, shouldn't have let you know left him on his on no, his stronger foot. He just backed up. Yeah, but hang on, don't pick on Viner. Viner, Masengo. That we had four players around him, and and it's happened before. And he just cuts inside onto his right foot, which he wants to do to keep yeah. the lad on his left foot. Yeah, it's not. It's, you don't have to be a world class defender to do that. You know, no, I just push, just push, just push, yeah, just push it, just push it, push it, just push him out to, out to the side, and and make yes. and make it and make him think. But we do oh. that a hell of a lot. I don't know how many goals yes, we can we see do. doing that. Loads of goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, that's, and, no, and, that and there were it. players in the box. There were players in the box as well. But it was indicative of, our, of it was indicative of of our play. Probably for about twenty twenty five minutes after that, we gave them a yard of space. All of the time, there was no pressing. There were there was lots of strings of, p- of passes. Uh, Hull were passing the ball, pulled to feet, getting the ball. They were p- passing the ball over our midfield into the wide areas, and 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 it really exposed it exposed the back three. And it looked at one time that they could really really go on to to uh, you know score a few goals when we, you know, but it improved a little bit after that. Well, they didn't. But, yeah, they didn't. Too they far were, too they much were room. the form side of the division. I mean, there was a chance. I mean, I've got written here. I think is it. Is it Toby Osborne, the commentator on Robin's TV? He yeah. said there was we had a corner on 22 minutes, horribly overhit. Then Vyman and Martin tried to do a one-two, which failed. This was typical of City in possession, just not cutting it. And then uh, Ian on 24 minutes, uh, Martin set up Semenyo. Uh, he really should have scored then, didn't he? He took the extra touch, and the chance was gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly what I said earlier. I mean, absolutely unnecessary. And in fairness, Nigel Pearson is, didn't say anything after the game that we haven't said. Um, he needs to pull the trigger. And that's why I honestly consider that Antoine's not a striker. I can understand why we're playing him there, because he's got pace uh, and he can shoot. Uh, but it, he had a wonderful chance to hit the ball. Or if he wanted another touch, take it further to the right and shoot. Don't try and pull it back onto his left because he's already smashed one 50 feet over the bar with his left. Uh, and that's, I suppose, you know, some people say young players, you get that. You know, he's 21, Masengo's 20, and that's why these things happen. 
So, yeah. and if you have a lots of lots of older players, they tend to get injured more. So these yeah. things are, I think, Nigel Pearson's accepting their facts of life. Um, various people have told me he's looking for five players in January. We definitely need three. We've been through them uh, before. There's no need to do it again. But at the moment, I can't see us finishing any well, much higher than where we are. Having said that, it's very congested. In three, three points, three points can push you up, especially if you can win two on the banks. So, well, three points but, will push but, you in the top up. Three points at the moment, I mean, would lift you up to about 11th or 12th, you know, which nobody would have no, any complaints it, about it, that. No, it wouldn't. It, it'd lift you up to 15th. Yeah, 18th, yeah. Right? Millwall are in 11th with 30th. We got 27, haven't we? So. Yeah, it's a goal difference that's, ki- that's killing us, isn't it? Uh, mi- yeah. Minus minus seven. Well, it, I mean, it's it, 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 goal it, difference doesn't matter if you win games of football. You, your your no, goal difference could no. be minus, my, but it won't be minus ten if you win all your games. But you take my point. Um, yeah, if you win games of football, uh, you're you're bound to score more goals than the opposition, which will eat. It. But even when we got to the playoff final, I think our goal difference was something like plus or minus one. Yeah, it was either it level or minus one. Well, yeah. we've never it's had a really good positive goal difference. Going back to that move, David, Atkinson, funny enough, Atkinson pops up on the left for some reason, plays it, plays the ball inside to Martin, who takes a kick. The boy's coming in from behind him, so he That's gets right. the ball away brilliantly to set up Semenyo. And what was strange was he actually turned back into the player. He's got yeah. space. He's actually got space on, on the right hand side of the player. He's got. He's got a, a, a you know a tunnel of. He's got a, you know a, a, an open channel to, to hit the ball to the keeper to the keeper's left. But he turns back inside on his left. Yeah, right. well, that's what Ian said. He had he's, space. He he's had stronger space. on his right side. He's stronger yeah. on his right foot, isn't he? So why yeah, does he go back allegedly. on his left? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean the game. It was an interesting game. I mean Scott had been clattered, but his last piece of action on the half hour mark was a good cross uh, free kick. O'Dowd, a rare header from him, and Martin had a shot block for a corner. And then from that flag kick, Martin uh, headed over. So that's pretty much all I've got about Martin there. But then by this time, uh, Tanner was on, and Longman curled a ball uh, cut inside, I think, and curled one just over. But Ian, on 38 minutes, uh, Bent spilled across from Doherty. Um, It was a quick break, but... um, you know, which straight down the other end that Martin should have done better with, but sort of dodgy hands from Bentley again. That was a bit of an error that he got he got away with that one, didn't he? On thirty eight minutes, well, he backed it. He he made the mistake, then he dived in and made up for it by blocking the shot. But yeah, it was a it was a poor error, and all goalkeepers make errors like that, and Bentley's no different. And the number of times he's he's pulled us out the mire. I mean, he almost saved the second goal when he had really had no right. To save it, but when our our defenders, I mean, what Tanner was doing, I've got no idea for that for that second goal. You you watch it back, and Zach Viner finished up diving it down Bentley. So sorry, but that just really um, it, it sums up the type of thing we do. We're we're sloppy in every department, and only signings in the short term, only signings are going to cure that. Yeah, no, that's well. We're, again, we're going to talk about those in a minute. Um, Mark, in the second half, uh, City started quite brightly. Uh, Viner, who can put a decent ball forward occasionally, but occasionally being the operative word, set up James. Andy Vyman sliced it wide in a way that he does all too often. But the goal 
Uh, the well, he lost. Goal. He, lo- he lost. He lost his um, balance. He was falling. He was falling back. He lost his balance. He, he okay. had. He had. He had the same thing last week. I think he was falling back. He does it a screwed, lot. Though. He does it wide. a lot. He does it yeah. a lot, though, doesn't he? Yeah. But uh, but look, the goal. I mean, we got a corner, and uh, people say Semenyo can't finish. He hit the post with his first effort, but he uh, didn't actually. Marcus... I don't think. I think it was Callas. Callas pushed pushed him out of the way. I think. Are you sure? Well, anyway, I'm not, I'm not sure. They were both I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was it was quick. No, feet, I thought it was Semenya. Semenya yeah. right post. He did it both. He put yeah. hit, and the ball came back. So that was quick feet, Mark, wasn't it? You know, we say he's not good, but you know, he tucked that away with uh, some. Well, no, no, uh, Dave. Nobody said he. Nobody said he's not good. I just said I prefer him as a wide player to a striker because yeah. he's not a natural finisher like a Naki Wells. That's that's all I'm saying. You know, he, he's yeah, a good player, I mean, he, and I, under, yeah. I understand why why we're playing him down the middle. I completely get it, but I just don't think he's he's gonna. And you know, he might be might next season. He might turn into a, a Brereton Diaz. Uh, you know, perhaps if he finds a, a an estranged parent or uncle or something, he can change his name to Semenyo Romenyo or something like that. And all of a sudden, he'll, he'll get twenty goals a season. But we he's wish. got the ability there, but he's, yeah. I just don't think he's a natural goal scorer. No, but when he's running down the channels, he can ter- he can terrorise defenders and he can, and he can beat players. But but central, I mean, it, it, there's been there. Were, I mean, again in this game, we played some balls down the channels to Martin. You don't you do not want Martin playing the ball into space because he's just not quick enough. And you no. you want them on the end of crosses. You don't want him. You don't want him crossing the ball. And that happens yeah. too frequently. If it would be better, perhaps Semenya. We're not going to play Semenya as a wing back, but you could be. You could play him behind the front two because you know we can operate. He can operate across the across the field then and find the space. And sometimes a day he did drop back and find space and uh, and put players under pressure and win free kicks. That's good. But I yeah. do think he'd be far better running down those channels and crossing the ball in. Yeah, I mean, that period after the goal and, you know, the hour, I'll say about the hour, Mark, I thought we, we were looking good for going on to get all three points at that point. And then, Ian, you said he bought um, he bought um, Wells on for Chris Martin on 64 and then played even longer. Is that Did I hear you correctly on that, that, you know, we didn't play to Naki Wells' strength because Naki didn't really do much in the 25 minutes that he was on, really, did he? Well, you've you've got to get the ball into feet, and you've got to get the ball in the channels, and 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 this is the problem. And I don't think um, if I was playing somebody up front with Antoine Semenya, I play on uh, Andreas Weidman up there, and if it, if you want a ten, you either put Scott or Benarus there, uh, mm. because we know that that uh, Casey Palmer is in the land of the banished. Um, so uh, yeah, I can I can you know I completely agree. It, but we have to play football. It's no good. Playing three four one two and smashing it, unless, of course, as I've said a million times, you put um, uh, you you have a, a target man who's either going to win the vast majority of headers or hold the ball up on his chest and get the players into the game, uh, and and that is that's the, if you're going to do that, and I've said a million times as well, that's not how I like to see us play. But you 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 play. Um, you know, you play to the ability of the players you've got. And if you've got, um, it's, it's the same thing if it comes the other way around. If you go into a club and you've got eight blokes in there and they're all six foot four basketball style players, then you don't play the, you don't play tick-a-tacker as a rule. You go long, you play like the Cambridge of old under John Beck, turn the corners of the pitches up 
play fullbacks who can welly it the, on the big diagonal and, and play like that. I don't like seeing it, but I, I can understand that team uh, more than, uh, than Bentley lashing the ball down the middle at Chris Martin. I don't I can't remember Chris I Martin. I know, and he does it so often. Today. No, stark contrast to the way, and I know Derby were ineffectual in the final third, but every mm. time they had the ball, they didn't opt to play it long. And I see they got a win uh, today as well, Derby, but it's uh, it's too late for them. Uh, Mark, the, the goal that, that Hull got, unusually, it didn't sort of come, you know, after a period of uh, sustained pressure. I mean, it was the big lump that was Eves crossing the ball. And then it was a good save from, I think you said, Mark, it was Potter in the first instance. Yeah, Lewis Potter but, came in from the left and hammered it. And, and he was their top scorer. It. He hammered it. Good save. But Honeyman reacted quicker for everybody else than everybody else. So, again, as Ian said, yeah. sloppy. Well, I don't know how we lost the ball, but Tom Eaves, Tom Eaves had so much space down the right to run into. Uh, you know, he had the freedom yeah, of the we, pitch. That was the awful thing. Poured, crossed, it, crossed it in and, and, and you've got players running in. We poured players forward and we lost the ball up the field in the same way as we did for their first goal when Masengo died and tried to win a free kick when after three touches. Oh, was it Masengo the second ball. time? Was it Masengo the second I, time? Because I'm I only picking so. it up from I'm not when so he's sure. Right. I'm not so sure about the second one, but the camera picks it up from when he's got it. But our problem started when we lost the ball in our attacking third and one of their lads played a, a long ball forward and they were doing it all afternoon into the into the far right or far left channel. And we just kept getting getting done on the same pass. And Atkinson was too far up the field and, and, and got caught. So, you know, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, we need to get players forward because um, we want to win the game. And then when it all goes wrong and you lose the ball, say, well, we should have had everybody back. I mean, it's not as simple as that. But what I'm saying is it, it, it goes to a bigger problem of not being able to retain the ball and create pressure as we did when we were on top in the second half. We seemed to do it, score the goal and go, right, uh, wash it now, Bent. Not going to bother with that anymore. Well, yeah, it was successful. Very similar to Derby. But at Derby, we stopped doing it half time against Derby. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I think the, the only the only thing that Wells did when he came on was on I got here on seventy minutes. He got played in Semeni on the right, and he should have clipped in a better cross, but he played it right into the keeper's hands. But that was oh, the well, only our bit our of crossing. football. I, yeah, our, our I mean the bottom line, the look, whole, guys. Like, the bottom line on the, is on the whole, I think our crossing was dreadful today. Yeah, I mean the uh, bottom line is dreadful. we ain't great. We ain't we ain't great to watch. I mean, if you look at Hull. Yeah, I mean, they've got less resources than we have. Okay, they're down there. They're on a bit of a run at the moment, but it's it's not great to watch. But we came twice, we came from behind, yeah? And the, and the goal that gave us the deserved share of the spoils in the first minute of injury time, it was one of those hopeful high balls from uh, Masengo, and then it bounced off Callas and James, who looked like he was going to go off uh, prior to that, and leave City down to ten men. But um, Mark, that was a good finish from uh, James. On it, the sort of thing that you want him to do is knock it in low, and a uh, daisy cutter right into the corner. We deserve that, even though I've just said we ain't pretty to watch, and you know it's sort of like the you know it's all men yeah, I mean, every week, isn't it? I think the great thing. I mean, City did show more energy in the second half. I mean, we seen where we've you know we fell off last week, and Sheffield United has you know 
best, best forgotten. But we we forced corners at the, at the end of the game. We kept going. We threw we threw men forward. And corner from Benarus. I think it hits the back of Viner's head, and then Canas just nods it down into the path of James, and he hits it right through a narrow corridor on his left foot. So the keeper sees it late, and it's right in the corner. A great yeah. finish. And considering, I think the commentators were saying five minutes before, it looks like Matty James pulled up. I think we've, I think Ian mentioned earlier it was just cramp. But, um, I mean, I'm that was a sweet finish. Night. It reminded me um, a little bit of when, when Sir Anderson scored a few years ago against Sunderland. You know, he had a late volley in for, for a it draw. But, uh, no, you're right. You're right. Ian, yeah. how, did you see, how did you see the goal? I think... I think it was a bit generous saying Callas set up James. It seemed as though it bounced oh, off yeah. him. Yeah. I think you see, yeah, it bounced. It bounced off. It was a set piece. Masengo smashed a long diagonal ball in. Um, I think somebody headed it onto the back of Zach Miner's head. It dropped down. Callas was dancing around it, trying to do something. I don't know quite what. And fair play to James. Left foot half volley. And as Mark said, to keep it came through a sea of bodies, and it's one of those ones you hit and it goes in, or you hit and it hits two or three people. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I think that what, what one thing, one uh, take that I, I, I will have from the game is if Hull can, uh, with the team that they've got, if they can win four uh, and draw, well, uh, win four and draw two out of six, which is what they just, after today they've just done, then we should be quite capable with a full strength team of matching that. And if we do that over the next, six games. Yeah, yeah, let's see where we are then. Well, that's right. I mean, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, either of you, I mean, the last five games, yeah, it's one, two, drawn two, lost one. You extrapolate that over the season, that's 72 points. That sort of, on a good year, good, would get you in the playoffs. But do you think, uh, I'll come to you first, uh, Mark, do you think we've turned some sort of corner? You know, do you think we're, you know, we are where we are now and probably, well, not probably, won't go down, yeah? But yeah, we're, we might get in the top half, but it all depends what happens in the jam window. What are, you, what are your thoughts, Mark? Have we, have we turned think the corner the, of sorts? The, yeah, of sorts. There's some level of, of, of consistency. We've won three out of our last four after not winning, not winning for, 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 eight, for eight months at home. So that's a bonus. Although our away form has suffered, you know, I think about five, def- five defeats in, in, a, in a row after the um, Peterborough game yeah. till today. So we needed us to sort that out. I think we, we need some experience in there. There's, you know, we, we, we sometimes we've, we force to play when we don't need to, you know, you see Viner play the, play the ball long, but you see him play, make some good flat balls sometimes and then you just see him pump the ball and, and players players you know rush passes when really we just need to build slowly again and wait and wait to the to wait to the gap appears yeah. it just needs a little bit more composure throughout the team and especially in front of goal because you know that going back to that chance on the 24th minute you think if wells gets that he puts it in oh wells but, puts that away you know, without a doubt but he's not yeah, playing. He's, uh, definitely for puts that away. Exactly. He's what, not. I, what, yeah, I, I, I'd rather. I'd rather see him there. But you know, Nigel knows best, I suppose. But uh, yeah. yeah, just need a bit more experience. We should stay up. We wanted to, you know, be on twenty at the turn of the season. You want to be on at least twenty-five points. You know, because because you think fifty should be enough to to stay up. 
yeah, I think you know, sit you should easily now, get 55 to 60 though. points this yeah. season. I say one we're to on for 55 stage. to 60. One, one game yeah. to the halfway stage and we're yeah. we're on 27. So we've we've hit that standard. Ian, do you do you think we've turned the corner? I mean, as as Mark just alluded to, the home form seems as though it sorted itself out. That was our first away drawer of the season. So I think it now reads 4-1-6, yeah? As opposed to, you know, start of the season, it was exceptional and then it went really bad. But turn the corner? No. Um, I, I think it's far too early to say that. Um, I want to have a look at who comes in in January. Um, and there are various discussions going on Um with various people and you know you know i mean i've had the same information from three different people who've been right i would say about somewhere between 50 to 70 percent of times in the past which is pretty good with with transfers because they can all you could all be set up and all go wrong at the last minute because someone gets injured and uh uh somebody uh fraser campbell being the, uh, the best example of that ever happening to us uh but no, I, I think uh, two things: signings and injuries will make a massive, will have a massive impact on how well we yeah. do. And I'm not convinced we can keep the right people fit long enough. We've still got Baker and Williams out for an unspecified length of time. I can't see and, either. And King's out as well. Yeah. No, he's no. no he's I th- not. Well, no, I think he's back training. King's King's and what, and what about Cundy? We keep hearing. We keep hearing Cundy. Yeah, you know, Cund- I mean, Cundy's. I'll tell you, Cundy's training. Um, Pearson's being careful because, in his words, have you seen the size of him? He's such a big bloke that, and he's had a serious injury and we have to be very careful with him. Now, I don't know what that means in terms of whether he'll be ready in two weeks, he'll be ready in, I don't know, six weeks. But I can't see... The way he was talking, I can't see Cundy, who, lest we forget, has never played for us. Uh, no. Cundy or Williams and possibly Baker being back until January, which in fairness is only 20 days away. It's 20, 20 days and uh, four yeah. games away, isn't it? Is it? Or is it five? Huddersfield, Luton, QPR and Millwall. Those are the four games before the window. Huddersfield, Luton, QPR, yeah. and Millwall. I mean, guys. I mean, yeah. look. Let, let's look at, as you say, Bakes and Williams uh, are the key ones that are still out at the moment, right? But, and as you say, you can't rely on them being fit. But if you look at the team that sort of took the field today, yeah, the starting eleven, yeah, Bence is always going to get. Bence is always going to get the number one goalkeeper slot, although I could see uh, Pearson maybe giving Max O'Leary a run out against Fulham in the league game. But are we a back three or are we a back four with the present squad that we've got? Because at the moment, as long as Baker is unfit, it is going to be Viner, Callas and Atkinson. Yeah. So do you think that's, that's going to be there for the foreseeable future? Or, or, or if Bakes comes back in, then it's Viner. It's Viner for Bakes, isn't it? At the end of the day, yeah. Well, it, yeah, it, it, looks, it, it looks like it. Yeah, like I said, it depends on injuries, and I, I think at the moment I'd be just as happy with us going uh, four or five one. 
um, with with Semenya wide one side, O'Dowd on the other, and either drop Weimer back into a straightforward narrow three in midfield, um, or or play uh, Benarus as a ten and stick Weimer up front. Yeah. So, but we should, you know, I think we've got we've got options, but we just haven't. It, it, we're only one or two serious injuries away from a crisis, so you can't say that that we've turned the corner. We've got better results at home. I think you can honestly say that we've won three and drew one out the last four, uh, yeah. but then our away form went up the pictures. So I, I, I don't think you can say. I'd love to say we turned the corner, but no, no, not for me. No. All right. Okay. But then if we go out and buy, and you say you've heard good sources from reliable, you know, reliable sources in the past. Yeah. Hmm. Who, and you want to bring in play, you know, there's all these things to consider. We always want to bring in players that are better than what we got. And we never seem to do that in the Johnson era. Yeah. Even Johnson senior, you know, you look at a player and you think, God, he's good. Well, no, you, no, hang on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's a massive statement and it's wrong. I mean, wouldn't you say Adam Webster was better than Aidan Flynn? I'm talking about in January transfer windows when you need to sort a particular problem. And yet, let me finish on there because I was going to say, Pearson doesn't like loans. Yeah. Now, Hull showed with the kiddie today who's on loan from Man United. Mark, you mentioned him. Sean Bernard. That sort of player, right? And as Mm -hmm. Ian said, Ian, you said Williams can't be trusted to be fit. So. Where do we, if we, and we said this in the last pod, we get in, let's assume we get three players, right? It's only three. Who are the ones that drop out? Because is he, okay, Scott ain't a wing back, right? But is Tanner good enough or is Viner good enough if we switch to a four? Yeah. Matty Mm -hmm. James in his anybody's starting lineup. How secure is Hanoa Masengo's place? I'm just trying to work out where these three players, if it's three, who is going to be dropped? Is he going to, you know, because he's got to drop one of Martin, Vyman or Semenyo if he's going to play a striker. Because if they're Dave, just going to come and war on the bench, it, I, I, I don't no, see no, no, Dave, the strategy. I don't all, see the strategy, you, so put me right. Well, you, you're not going to see the strategy. In, in, until Pearson says, right, this is the way we're going to play. I'm bringing these players, these three players in because we're going to play that way. So, for example, I'm going to go to four at the back. I am going to play five across midfield with, with wingers on either side. And I'm going to put a six foot four bloke in up front who can hold the ball up. So let's say he goes and signs Michael Smith. Right. I also want a strong left-sided central midfield player to come in Um so you think, yeah, that I can see that working in a four-five-one, and I'm also going to bring in a um, a, a really top quality um, either right back or central defender, and that's the way I'm going to play. And you need to play, or if you're going to play three at the back, uh, because as I said, I don't think we can trust Joe Williams to play. I'm sad to say it, but I don't think we can trust him to play ten games a season. Uh, Baker is well. Like I said, I'm seriously worried about the lad getting these head knocks and all the rest of it from his point of view. But from our point of view, can you build a side around him? I, I wouldn't say so. Um, and some of the other younger lads, you're thinking, well, they should be one game in, possibly one game out, or play a couple, miss one. And I'm talking about Backinson, Masengo, 
Pring. Um, well, Pring is is another lad. That if if you think, well, okay, we're going to play four or five one, he plays he plays left back. I think he's he's a good left back. He, and him and Odada on the same flank, both going forward at speed, yeah. is a frightening prospect. But you do need someone who can give him the damn ball. And the number yeah. of times we over hit passes today, and some of well, them even Tinian said that. Yard. Even Tinian oh, said yeah. that today. You know, just well, it's, it's, unforced errors. That's what they are. Yeah, here. Five, yeah but it's, it's five yard passes, and some of the longer ones were overwritten by thirty yards. Yeah, I mean, no, they were. Well, it's like that corner. Yeah, there was horribly, one. There was one. Was there was one where Semenya twenty-two minutes corner. I wrote it. I put. I actually wrote it down. Corner horribly overhit. Osborne said that in the commentary. Well, it was I mean, a short. Mark, it yeah. was a short pass. It was a short yeah. corner, and we completely messed it. It was a well, it was so second half. So, yeah, yeah Semenyo's bursting forward on the left. All he's got to do is play a five-yard pass to, to, to the side to O'Dowd and he puts it out of play and you just want to pull your hair out, don't you? Yes. I mean, it would be good. It would be good, Mark, wouldn't it, if Pearson said what he wanted his preferred lineup to be because he can, even today, he could have played a flat-back four. Because he could have played Viner, Callas, Atkinson, and Pring, or Viner, Callas, Atkinson, and De Silva, and he wouldn't have weakened what was in front. So, what is the identity? You know, we're back to this thing of identity, yeah. And you know, you've got talented players like Alex Scott, Benarus, who is again Osborne said better let him take the dead ball kicks from now on because at least there's a bit of variability and he finds it. I mean. I just don't. I, I'm I'm struggling to see, unless he drops some of his favourites. I'm struggling to see who who's coming in and what shape the team's going to be and how much better they're going to be. Because yeah, and the other thing, Ian, as well is you, know, you said Palmer's on the naughty step just now when you said about Palm uh, Pring and O'Dowd on that left side, but that doesn't sound like there's any space for um, uh, De Silva, does it? Is he another one who's you know, going to be cast aside no, even Dave, though he costs us Dave, two and a half million. We've had, this, we've had this conversation. He's on the bench because we've got enough left-sided players, and, and he prefers O'Dowd as a far better attacking left wing back. I would say De Silva has got two two disadvantages. One is his height, yeah. and the second thing is he isn't great going forward. Um, and you can tell that by his assisting goals record. So, and, and I would say Pring is ahead of him in the pecking order, and Pring can also play uh, left centre-back. He can play left-back or left-wing-back. And um, I think he's better in all facets of the game than um, than, than Jay, which is why you know, I don't like it when we get, get linked with this lad at Wimbledon. Um, I think the problem you've got with the lad at Wimbledon, he's another Jay De Silva. And I, I can't see... Um, uh, I, I can't see Peterson... Uh, Peterson Pearson... Going for a um, going for another small guy. It just doesn't seem to be in his line of thinking. But if you have if you've got Pring on the bench, you can cover more than one position. You don't really need Jada Silva to come on there. Full stop. You know, no, you, you, you can almost he's, say he's out the door. In my opinion, he's on the bench because we haven't got anybody else. Who else do you put on the bench? Who else is fit? No. Well, one. I'm talking about 
but in a in when we get to the transfer window, right? When we yeah, but we're not there got, yet. Potentially, we've got Baker and Williams coming back, and King going to be available, right? The bench is going to be a bit crowded, and on the bench, if it came to numbers, when you got Pring, and let's say you don't start with Scott or Benarus, if you had to put, you had one slot on the bench, and you had. Scott, Benarus, or De Silva, De Silva would be bottom of that list, period. Agreed? Yeah, Mark? he would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's agreed. I think between now and the tra- transfer window, there's not many changes you can make. The only player who's likely to come back from injury is Andy King. Williams and, and Baker, absolutely no chance. So I think you could, I mean, you could partner Wells and uh, uh, with with Martin, uh, you know, like you did him in a 3-5-2 at the start of last season. When they were, when we were, we were suddenly prolific in the first four games, and we played strangely. We played with two number eights behind those two in, in Vyman, and, Vyman and Patterson. I don't think we do that again, but we don't have natural win backs. I mean, Alex Scott, he's not, a, he's not a defensive player at, at all, really. I, I think he's. No. Uh, people have said it. Well, it's a waste I mean, I've been told. Talent. I've been told he's actually a mid. He's actually a mid. He's actually a midfielder, isn't he? Uh, I, yeah. I, so, so I've been told rather than. Uh, all right. Well, let me uh, ask a number. A number t- a let number me ask 10. this question then. Let's assume that King got Huddersfield at home next week, and I watched a bit of their game against uh, Coventry today. Hmm. Uh, it, it was an okay game. Nothing to get excited about. But King comes back in, right? So on that bench, right? Who who makes way? For King, and assuming it's the same bench, you know, who go, do you leave off to Silva, Backinson, Pring, Tanner, Wells, or Benarus if 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 King is fit? Yeah, you know, who do you, who who does he if if who does he come in for? Or does he come in for? You know, do you do you leave out Hano and Masengo and give him a rest? And well, no, you leave you, you you leave. You, we've already said you leave of what we've got available now. You'd leave Jada Silva out because it gives you. An extra midfield player. Yeah. I, I don't see. I don't see what's complicated. No. So you leave him out. No, I don't think you don't. You don't. Is he going to be No, exactly. So is he going to be? You know, is he going to be happy with that? And we keep talking about players. No, you know, no, he's not. No, going to be well, happy. that's he's tough. He wants to play football. Not sentimental. <laughs> he wants to play football. I'm not happy about lots of things, Dave. I, I, sometimes I got a permanent. Do, do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you're a Bristol City fan for a start, Ian. It's a, it's a, life, exactly it's a, right. it's a life of servitude, isn't it? <laughs> I want I want City to be a top of the table, twenty points clear. It's not happening, is it? So no, move on. I, tell you, I would want City to be. I would want City to be playing in the way that Nottingham Forest seem to have done since Steve Cooper went there. Because uh-huh, if they well, win that's... their next game, they're right up there, four-one at Swansea. Liam Walsh still on the bench for Swansea, and that was no great loss losing him. And even if you look at the table today, you know Sheffield Wednesday are playing. Sorry, Sheffield Wednesday. Sheffield United are playing uh, QPR tomorrow. It must be the odd fixture. Sheffield United win. They're three points off the playoffs. And a few weeks ago, they were they were nowhere. You know, so that's, that's and, what and, you what you get. It's what you get when you win games. Yeah, but if you look at look at the sides that are up there now, in let's take the top ten positions. Yeah, and we know mm. what the top three are: Blackburn, right? What? They've they've got not got parachute payments. QPR haven't. Stoke maybe have got some residual stuff. Coventry are still right up there, and the gap has been closed between uh, you know if West Brom win. Well, Bournemouth uh, lost today, didn't they? So they're, yeah, they're not streaking. They're not streaking ahead. Fulham got pegged back, but if you look at QPR, Coventry, Nottingham Forest, those three, they're all mm-hmm. same funding as we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all positive goal difference. Yeah, 
They've had good periods this season and indifferent, but they're up there. Why mm-hmm. are we fiddle-faddling around in 18th? And okay, if we did win, 11th is, we're 27 points, 11th is 30, but, you know, that's that. Well, you can't, you can't compare us with those three, Dave. Well, you, I don't think you're, you're, you're implying that. Those three have still got parachute payments and, you know, Fulham, and um, you think Fulham, uh, you know, should go back easily. West Brom have changed their style of play and they're playing yeah. more directly. No, those not, but, but no, Blackburn, 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 QPR, Coventry and Forest, none of them have got parachute payments. None of them have got a level-headed person running the club or philanthropist backer. Why are they better than us? What are because we they, doing? They got, they got, they got a style of, they got a style of play that they stick to, and they club pass the ball better. They create, they create more chances. I mean, in Blackburn, they've got a, a, a Berriton Diaz has taken over from from Adam Armstrong. We went to uh, Southampton, and yeah. he's the league's top goal scorer. So they, I mean, QPR, they play, they play some, some nice football. You know, players like Elias Chair and, and Lyndon Dykes. I think he's been a bit injured, but apart from those top three, the rest are a much of a muchness in a way. They're better than us, but there's not a huge gap. Between between us and them, which is absolutely well, no, that's crazy, right. Crazy, so, really. so so and and you just said you just said they've got a pattern and play. So, what what is it about Nottingham Forest that Steve Cooper has gone and taken them to within? Yeah, you know, they're they're in eighth at the moment, right? So he went there, he inherited a bit of a ragbag squad, right? Certainly, mm. they weren't a team that played the Swansea way. I mean, Ian, yeah, you know, just just take Forest as an example. Yeah, you know, what what has he? done he's got them playing in a format hasn't he yet we're only how many points are we behind for we're four points behind forest yeah and we're saying oh we're going to be down in the bottom yeah what is the missing ingredient that after 35 games in charge or so i think it's something like that that nigel pearson hasn't yet got because you're saying you know he's not coming out and saying the way he wants to play well, it's about time he did. What do you think, Ian? Well, he is coming out and saying the way he wants to play. He wants to go long to Martin for, for reasons I'm I'm not uh, sure. And uh, he's playing a, a 3 4 one, two, whereas, And that's a very similar uh, system to Steve Cooper plays. Now, perhaps Steve Cooper coaches his players better. He played, he played a 3-4-2-1 at Swansea, uh, and he did very well with that. Last season, uh, I think most City fans gave Pearson last season because of injuries, because no other club in the division had the situation with injuries that we did, with up to 21 players injured at any one time, all of them with serious injuries. We never lost. It's the same now. You know, we don't lose players with a knock. It's, oh, Williams has done his hamstring. Oh, Baker's got concussion and he's not even back in training yet. So they're all those kind of injuries. Cundy had an operation in the summer. It's Christmas and he's not back. Uh, although he is training and he is okay, but they're nursing him through. Now, why why aren't we doing it? I, I well, I, I think it could. You could. Call, some people are calling it Pearson Ball. This long clump. I don't think we're the you know the players I said we're short of. We are short of, and um, the. Quality holding defensive midfield player we haven't got. Uh, the 
creative, clever uh, central midfield player who might get a few goals. We haven't got. And a big six foot four bloke to hold the ball up front. We haven't got him either. So they could make a huge amount of difference. Now, perhaps other clubs have got them. I mean, let's not forget we made two stupid mistakes against Nottingham Forest and we should have beaten Nottingham Forest. We should have been two or three up yeah. before that debacle. Yeah, so if that result goes that way, then we're, yeah, they're we're above them. Above them. I know, it just yeah. shows it's madness, really, doesn't it? You know, we can just sit here right. and. We, um, we, we are consistently inconsistent. Well, you can, I mean, it's, it's to this today as well, Ian, isn't it? Two in the first, in the first one, one, one and a half minutes. It was you know one minute thirty seconds with the second one with Semenyo. We could we could have been in the lead, just a little bit more composure, and then as soon as the ball goes to the other end, we're one nil down. That's the difference, the quality. Yes, it is, and 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 poor defended, um, mm. and and Masenga wanting too many touches to do something quite simple in midfield. Yeah. And he's not going to get that amount of time any time so, in the championship against anybody. So, Ian, if we are if we are active in the transfer market, yeah, and we don't know how much we're going to spend, who's leaving, maybe who's going to come in. We've agreed they've got to be better than what we are. Then, if a club like Nottingham Forest, with you know, I'm just looking through their team, and you know, I know Graben, Colbeck, Yates, Worrell, some of those, right? What is to stop us? winning three or four in a row, like some of these teams that will be below us are capable of doing, you know, I mean, what? Nothing, nothing whatsoever. Because those chances, it's just a case of the luck on the day then that the chances like the ones that we missed in the first two minutes before they scored in the second minute. Yeah. They're going to go in. So we need a bit, we need a bit more luck. Is that what we're saying? Well, I mean, if you think well, the whole city have done it, I mean, they've gone from nowhere. They won two, get two games before this six game run. So two games in their first in their first sixteen, and last six they won four and drawn two. So you can do it just with a bit of confidence. And they got two two good young players on loan in Longman uh, on the, the left wing back, good a good signing from from Brighton and Deshaun Bart Bernard, uh, who played he played for Salford City last season on loan. He's from Wandsworth originally, Man United player. You know, come young hungry players who put put in put in a shift. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, I remember when Harry Wilson played played for Hull City? You know, he played on loan there. Yeah. You know, you, you can find find these players. Well, I think we're going to have to sign players on loan in January because you're not going to sign five players on full transfers. Well, I don't but think he, we're going to get. I don't think we're going to get five, and I'd be very surprised. You'd have players have to go out, wouldn't they? Well, exactly. But you see, it's only a few weeks ago we were salivating over look at Swansea with Russell Martin as manager, and as you say, they got up four one at home today, and they got the same record as we've got. Their goal difference is only three Plus, better than ours. And Blackpool, have, um, you know, they were in the playoff zone a few weeks ago. They've gone on a Terrible, terrible yeah. run, and they're on the same points now. You know, yeah, it's just I'm not, I'm not really worried about them. What, what we've got to do? I mean, look, people. Oh well, Nigel Pearson doesn't like loans. Whereas, you know, um, I might not like the house I got, but it's all I can afford. So I've, I've, I've got to have it. And the only way that we're going to bring in that many players, I mean, even I think three quality players are beyond our budget. I think we've working it out, and this is a bit more than back of a fag packet. I think we've got about three to four million headroom of financial fair play, but we can't afford to waste it. Now, they will try and shift out Palmer. Um, to be honest, at the moment, if we can get a decent fee for Naki Wells, if he's not going to use the guy, 
then yeah. then let him go out. I wouldn't loan. I'd loan Palmer out, but I wouldn't loan Naki Wells out. Uh, so I'd rather, he, I'd rather he was playing. But until um, and I'm I'm still uh, I I don't think we're, uh, Pearson is deliberately playing bush football. But somebody needs to tell. But I don't Dan even Bendy think it's bush. I don't think it's whoosh football in the literal sense, Ian, because, you know, we can remember, and Mark can as well, the Cambridge style of John Beck, yeah? I mean, they dubbed mm-hmm. us 5-1 in the cup a couple of rounds yeah. after we'd beaten Chelsea, right? And they used, to do the, they used to do the towel and they used to wet the pitch at the other end and they used to have John Taylor and they'd whack it and they'd whack the balls into the corner and they'd have wingers, but they'd have that big John Taylor up front and that was a distinct and style Dion of Dublin. football. Yeah, and but, Dion Dublin but, yeah. and Steve Claridge and Philpott. Well, Steve Claridge good, was sort of like a, an Andy Vyman type, you would argue, but a much better finisher. Yeah, because Steve yeah. Claridge wasn't exactly quick. But that is Wush football. The Wimbledon side that Bobby Gould won the FA Cup with in '88. You know, where they had some big lumps at the back, and then uh, John Fashionu up front and stuff like that. That was real whoosh football and Cardiff mm-hmm. are the only side that I can think of in this division that have got, you know, Kiefer Moore is the right sort of player to play that with. Um, but, you know, he's not, as you say, he keeps persisting with Martin because there's nobody else. But then, and he's not, he's not a six foot player. He's only 5'10", no, isn't well, he? Exactly. That's the crazy but realistically, thing. He gets, then, he gets so gentle should, the time. If he wanted... Well, but look, you should listen, play. Shouldn't he, he play? To... Shouldn't he play to the strengths of the players that he's got until such time he can get the players? I.e., we've got a five point three million pound striker in Naki Wells that warms the bench for sixty, seventy percent of the time. That's the bit mm-hmm. I don't get. That's the well, bit well, I don't get that he's not yeah, making the best of... use of the tools. He's mm-hmm. using a square peg in a round hole, or he's. You know, he's not using the bloody hammer, if that if that makes sense. You know, he's using the wrong tool to achieve the objectives. I don't know. So what you say what you're saying in a lot of joined up words, he's playing players out of position, which I yeah. I said first up. Yeah. Scott's yeah. not a wing back, I don't think Semenu's a striker. No, so you find a formation that fits your best players in the best place. That's what you do. So is he is he doing that? No, I don't think so. Ha- uh, have we made any progress? Well, the results are better, aren't they? I mean, out of the last four home games, we picked up uh, ten points. Ten points. Yeah. So, you, you know, you're, you're not going to knock that. Uh, no. But uh, I, I'm still not. I'm not getting great entertainment in terms of the progress. I'm. I'm not. Uh, I suppose yes, it is progress of sorts because the results have got a bit better, and we're not as close to the relegation zone as we were. But. No. Um, but there are a lot of very, very samey teams yeah. in, in that division. Apart no, Ian, from I think three, you're I mean, right. I think you know, you're right. We should let's 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 we forget we should have beaten Blackburn. But we yeah, should have beaten Blackburn. Be, look, if we'd have had, yeah. I mean, look, if you look at the matches, be, that we've Blackburn are fourth. <laughs> if you look at the matches that we've lost from point either winning or point saving positions we, you know it's mm-hmm. seven points I think I mentioned some time ago now you could say well we were lucky against QPR but that's not the point I'm saying if you take the matches where we let it slip not another team we'll be right up there so realistically we're being a bit tittish uh, moaning in the way that we are but we're just telling it as it is and we see it as it is as, uh, as we always try and do I mean look 
God, if if they sign this Smith from Rotherham, who didn't score today, they were three one winners at home. That Ladapo got another pair. I don't know what he's like as a player, but I would be underwhelmed if we sign the guy Smith from Rotherham. Yeah. I wouldn't be underwhelmed if they said we're one of the championship clubs that are going to pay half of Dwight Gale's 50 grand a week oh, Dave, wages. Stop and have him going on, on about, Dave, on about he no, but, He's not coming. All right, he he's not coming. So, so how are you going to feel then, Ian, first, then Mark? How are you going to feel if the striker is Smith? And why would he come here anyway? How are you going to feel? Well, think, oh, that's good. No resale, no resale value at all, is there, with, uh, with Michael Whereas, Smith. what's the resale value in Aki Wells in uh, Casey Palmer? Well, right? no. But, well, that's well, what I mean. I just haven't got, I haven't got a clue who we're going to bring in. It's going to need a bit of wheeling and dealing. Um, well, first of all, you just, first got of all you, you've got to decide how you want to play. And Pearson, yeah. tonight, said he was very frustrated because we're on top when, when we got the equaliser and we should have cracked on from there, Right. So, first of all, decide how you want to play and then decide on a formation and say, right, that fits best, what's missing? Those three players in those three positions. right? And then go out and get three players that fit those positions. You might want to go to Rotherham and get Ladapo instead of Smith. There's players out there, they're looking at a couple of other um, League One strikers as well. Uh, and I think that's Pearson, from what I can see, that's Pearson's proposed route but saying he don't like loans well I'd say to him well so what do you want the players or don't you mm. you ought to stick with what you've got and and you talk about resale you know we got Naki Wells we paid 5 million quid for and what's he now 30 31 yeah, yeah. and I'm not knocking him as a player but I'm, I'm just saying well and Tinian said today he's training Tinian said today he's training very well so he's not going around yeah. feeling sorry for himself no. Well, so, got, I mean, it's, I mean, it, at the moment, we spent a lot of money on those players. It's and, Pearson. And, and, but that I mean, money's he's gone. It's Pearson. It's Pearson saying in in a, in a way like Johnson. You know, I want the players that I can trust because he's playing. He's played the same eleven, bar bar you know, a couple of changes in midfield for the last few weeks now. So, are those the players that he trusts? Because he's not bringing in Wells uh, for uh, for Semenyo. Is that is that the well, case? Uh, you you could play. I mean, personally today, I said I'd have started with Semenu and Vyman up front because I think this Vyman's not really a ten, um, and and I think we've got two better players at ten, Scott and Benarus. Yeah. So play him up front, and and then you've got two, you've got a quick player and a quicker player in in Andy Vyman and Antoine Semenu. But you have to play football. You you or you, or you have to play the ball down the channels or chip the balls over the top for them to run onto or play clever little through balls. Now, yeah. you know, it, it, you have to decide first of all, uh, and like I said in a, a previous pod, I think if I was Stephen Lansdowne or John Lansdowne, whoever is going to sit down with Richard Gould and say, right, uh, who do you want and where are they going to play? Draw it on a piece of paper or show me on a, a, a screen because they got clever stuff to do it these days. Um, show me on a screen where they're going to play and how are we going to play? And, and yeah. if we're going to play a passing game, uh, we're not playing it at the moment. So who's going to come in to make it a passing game? Or if you want to play a more direct game, yeah, yeah, who are you going to sign? Well, I'm going to go with Rotherham and I'm going to get the Dapo in Smith and Naki Wells is going to go to Rotherham on a swap deal and they're also going to take Casey Palmer from now to the end of the season. Maybe. right? And then, then you've got those two players in. I, I'm just making stuff up. But yeah. I'm saying, first of all, you have to, there's no good guy to say, well, he's a good player. We've done too much of that. 
He's a good player. I'll have him. He scores goals. I'll have him. Well, how's he going to fit in the team? Uh, and Steve Lansdowne told me two or three years ago, that's what he says when he has the conversation with the managers. Right, you're signing this bloke. Where is he going to play? And 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 I, I think that's dead sensible. Uh, yeah. And if the manager couldn't say, well, there he is in my first 11, I'd be saying, well, what do you want him for? Yeah. If he if he's no better than um, Casey Palmer, play Casey Palmer. Yeah. Yeah. We get the value it, on the pitch, all... to coin a phrase. I mean, look, we're yeah. talking, you know, we, I, I, I just feel today we're sort of, we're not talking in riddles. We're going round and round in circles like a whirling dervish because we don't know what the answers are because we don't know all the facts. But I was just sitting here today, uh, well, just now, thinking about today's lineup. Today, if you'd have started with this lineup, right, tell me you first, Mark, when I've said it, and then you, Ian. All right. But this lineup today with the players that we got available, you could have played a back four of Viner, Callas, Atkinson and Pring, right? You could have played um, a midfield... You could have played... um, You could have had Backinson, James, Hanoa, Masengo in the middle, Vyman and O'Dowda wide, and then Semenyo and Martin up front, or Semenyo and Wells. You know, we've just got combinations of average players, haven't we? Yeah. If they started that lineup today, for you know, that's you just yeah, gone. Go you just gone four five two then. Did I? <laughs> four five that. one. All right. Okay. Uh, but I then, don't think the opposition will notice, though, Dave. That's all right. <laughs> well, just to shake it up. Sorry, you're right. You're absolutely right. No, you are right. You are right there. I did go. David, did you have, did you start? So your plan basically, your plan basically is, is is to outnumber them. It is. Yeah, outnumber them in midfield by an extra player. <laughs> yeah. I no, I, I, I did, today, but I just. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, Dave was formerly an accountant. <laughs> Note the word. His, num- his numbers up now. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Theory, but, theory, but we could have played. But we could have played that. We could have played. We could have done four five one today. Why do you? Yeah, we could. We could do. Then, then, then you. Then, then, then you. You've got. You've got Semenya and Odada playing in more natural positions, haven't you? In in that five, we've sit with yeah. with with three central midfielders because you got you got four you got four defensive players and perhaps a central defender who can bring the ball out from the back and act as an auxiliary midfield player as well. You could yeah. do that, yes. couldn't you? Because at the well, moment we're playing three four one two, three four three, and we haven't got. That players in the natural positions, and that's the that seems to be the system that he's favouring. But with square pegs in round holes, it's just crazy, I know. isn't it? It's madness. Anyway, oh god, look, we've done an hour. I'm sort of getting not, I'm not. I'm never bored with this because it's good fun. All right, guys, look. I mean, this is sort of quite topical again. But if you if you play, oh, first of all, I want to ask you. I want to ask you why you want to want to play by. I don't. Boy. I'd sooner leave him. I'd sooner leave him out altogether because I was trying. But he's to even scored. He even scored at home recently. I nearly I was trying to find. Scored, if I was going to play a winger, then why not give Benarus a go? Yeah, because he's, he's not no, a winger. He's. I think Dave Fev said <laughs> he is a winger, Benarus. No, he he can he can play. Honestly, he's well, such a good footballer. He can, he can well, play. He could play, he could play Scott. He could play the Scots position. That's what I mean. So you could got. You could have somebody playing. In the hole there, but no, I didn't want to play. You know, I'm not a great 
Vyman fan, but I'm just saying, you know, you can shuffle this pack and it's a very mediocre pack and a lot of clubs in this league have got packs that you can shuffle them around and on their day, yeah. anybody can beat anybody. And it's a bit like Blackburn beating Bournemouth, although Blackburn are a decent side, but fundamentally probably down to, to one player. And then you look but at Tony Mowbray. We should have beat Blackburn. We yeah. should have beaten. yeah. We should, yeah, so, no, you're right. I mean, that's, that's, that's so close. Just, that's so close. Just to, wrap is, up, you know. just to wrap up, yeah. Um, yes. Because I did it a bit earlier. Well, not say just to wrap up. Another topic. Do we think with this latest lockdown stage B, do we mm-hmm. think that the QPR game on the 30th of December, and it could even be earlier, but do you think we'll be rocking up to Ashton Gate for the QPR game? In other than having to show vaccine passports, which we have to show anyway, do you, you have to show envisage... them for uh, show them for others? Have to show them for Uddersfield, Dave. It's coming in. You're gonna have to show. Yeah, I mean, this Wednesday coming. Oh, oh yeah, just, he means he means are we going to be in a? Yeah, but, are we going to be watching again? Saturday, I'm, I'm saying, do you do you think that we're going to be seeing matches behind closed doors if we go to stage C? If if stage C has been announced yet, or worse. If we do go to say C, yes, but I think it's un, it's unlikely. You got, I mean, I think Sage would be Sage would be possibly would be recommending it because they think this is going to going to going to run going to run rife. Yeah. Um, the trans the transmissibility is is more transmissible than the, than the Delta variant, but the yeah. government would be saying yes. But is it if it's good if it if the if the uh, evidence that it's going to going to cause more hospitalizations, then I think they've got no choice. But to you know, play play matches from behind closed doors because there's a high risk of transmissibility mm-hmm. in there. In uh, yeah. it, it big, it big. What do you big think? Because you're quite outdoors. you're quite vocal on this on Twitter. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. on the whole thing. What do you, I mean? Could could you see things developing before the Huddersfield game, such that they say, right, that's it. No more football. Well, uh, no, I, I don't think it would develop a Huddersfield game. Huddersfield game, you're going to have to show a vaccine passport to get in. Yeah, that's taking us given. Uh, peop- some people are saying, well, I'm not going to go then. Okay, don't go. Problem solved. Um, well, you know, some people are quite rightly saying, well, it's a bit of a cock up with the security checks at the moment because they haven't got enough people doing it. Um, and people do leave it to the last minute to go to the game. So. Mm. Um, people are saying, well, I don't like that. I think they should have done it a month ago, and I don't care if anybody says, well, what are you saying that for? If you walk around Ashton Gate, when I go down on a a match day, you'd have never thought there was a pandemic in your life. Mm. And we've known about this Omicron uh, variant for a while now. And I think even with Delta, the number of people, there's 4,000 people a month dying, which some people say, well, that doesn't matter. Now, if, if you're that person, you can't be friends with me. Right, four thousand people dying, and I suppose no, it doesn't matter until it's your wife, your mum, your dad, your daughter, and kids die of it as well. So I'm sick to death of people dismissing it like they did before. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to have a jab. Great, stay home. If you if you're not going to have a jab and you're going to stay home, fantastic. So I haven't got a problem. If you're not going to have a jab and you're going to come and sit next to me and not wear a mask, I have got a problem. No, I agree with that, Ian. I, Ian, I hundred percent agree with that. I just think there's a there's a there's a a group within our 
community that relished the thought of locking down again. You know, it was almost with relish that I saw we burning oh, north I don't of the border think, no, don't, talking I, about I, I a tsunami you... of stuff. And we don't know the facts yet. And you get contradicting well, stuff in the feed. One minute they're saying, you know, so many infections, but nobody's been admitted to hospital with uh, with um, uh, um, Omicron. Omicron. Nobody's been admitted to hospital and nobody's died with it. Well, the you World know. Health Organization said that no one had died in the world, and I think that's very important. Um, saying, oh, well, is it just a runny nose, like the leader in the Telegraph? That's a little bit stupid. The honest answer is we don't know. And until we don't know, I'm glad the government, for once, I don't think they've gone early. I think they've gone probably a little bit late. But, yeah, if, but yeah, if, if nobody enjoys lockdown... I, I don't enjoy lockdown. I don't think anybody no. I've spoken to said, oh, lockdown, that no. was brilliant, wasn't it? But yeah. unfortunately, what else do you do? They, they, I've been reading some uh, medical research today that the latest numbers are that if you're double jabbed and boosted, you've got 75% immunity against it and the chances yeah. of you uh, getting seriously ill are vastly, vastly reduced. Good. Yeah. Okay? Because I'll take flu-like symptoms for a week and get better. What they don't know is how will it affect long COVID. And I know two people that have got that and yeah. they're and they're pretty rough with it. Um, and they didn't particularly have a bad dose of COVID to start with, which is a worry. Yeah. Um, I now, know, unless you I, suffer, you, other, you can on, take on, a glib view of it. Yeah, and on the other side, they've, they've now developed a pill that you can take when you develop, when you, when you test positive, you take this pill and it vastly reduces the chances of you having to go into hospital. And I think people, and there's now a vaccine pill as well that's under trial. And yeah, I've available. heard about that. Yeah. So you can take your vaccine. And the sort of people I listen to are the World Health Organization, top epidemiologists, like, not right said Fred or Pierce. <laughs> I got a job not swearing, Corbyn. I'm too sexy I'm, for my I'm, job. I'm, I'm a very quiet. I'm a very quiet fella. Uh, <laughs> everybody's laughing, I, but that is one bloke <laughs> I would dearly love to smack um, because he's. I, I, if you like, I said, if you don't want to get vaccinated, if you think it's going to help Bill Gates track you or what other stupid, you know, fight connect you to five G or whatever. Fabulous. Yeah. Don't no, get vaccinated. I think, but, I think you're right. I think vaccine home. passports coming coming into the ground with vaccine passports, they'll probably be easier to check than wanting everybody. Yeah. So I yeah, think that's say mandatory thing. wearing so right. a mask as well. You're right. Yeah. Mandatory, mandatory wearing a mask. Wearing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And the club could even, like they did against West Ham in the FA Cup a few years ago, they could do a gesture and give everybody a black Bristol City mask or something like that. Yeah. But that's it. Guys, so, look, you know what, Dave? I kept. I kept just quickly. I kept my mask on the last game we won against Derby. And you, do you know the reason? I, apart from the obvious reason, do you know the reason I kept it on? No, it kept me face warm. Yeah, there you go. My face was a lot warmer because sometimes you sit there on a cold day and you're absolutely blooming yeah. shivering with it. I know yeah. the lads are running around in shorts, but that's the point. They're running around. They're not. Yeah. They're not. Guys, I've got to. I've got to go and, uh, and and with Mal. We're going around to a friend's for a lovely supper this evening. So it's time to go. Uh, we'll be back. Well, we've had. We, well, week. we've had the wine now. Uh, now you can have the cheese, Dave. I can have the cheese thing. Exactly, yeah, we'll be back. Mark. Well we'll said. Be doing, so. We'll be doing the. Uh, we'll be doing the Huddersfield game on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be doing the recording yeah. on Sunday morning. By the look of it, all right. That's the way things are going. Yeah. But thanks on everybody. Zo on for Zoom, I'm wearing my festive hat then. Yeah, yeah, probably <laughs> something like that. 
Well, that would be the Christmas special. It could be. Anyway, have a great evening, everybody, and all listeners, and thanks, guys, for contributing. All the best. And season's greetings all. Season's greetings. Yeah, God bless you all. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye Bye now. now. Bye-bye. Good night, all. Ninetieth minute, all your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you still the last nugget snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Our participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times delivery fee and time supply. See McDonald's.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.